Today's in-flight entertainment is brought to you by the Royal Flying Doctor Service, which has helped my family and many families across Australia. But did you know that it is more than an emergency aeromedical service? They provide dental, mental health and GP services in regional, rural and remote locations. If you wish to support the RFDS and many Australian families, you can donate in the link in our show notes. From like just looking at screens. I thought you were going to say from looking at me. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I don't know. I think it's from screens. But I was like, we're lights. really going to start yeah. this off nicely. You've been away for how long, Locke? And then that's how I get treated when you come back. Yeah, just these lights seem real bright like right now. Don't look they? At me. <laughs> there we go. There he is. Can you uh, believe that by the time this episode goes out, it is going to be April already? It is April. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> hey, wait, are we on? I think we're on. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought you were just telling me a story. No, I was like, it is <laughs> April it already. April. Yeah, that is crazy. And it's um, like a third of the way through the year. Robbie was actually dogging you on last Maybe week's episode that you haven't even been here half the year. It's probably wrong. Yeah. Yes. Welcome back. Fuck, I'm not dogging him at all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Tell mean? I'm fucking telling you the truth. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> He hasn't fair. been here at all. Well, Lockie, since you have been away... Yes, sure. We've got a new, what's the word? Segment. Segment. Headwinds and tailwinds. So, uh, I don't have you heard about our headwinds and tailwinds? I have not heard of it. Headwinds is something that's like kind of set you back a little bit this week. Yep. And then a tailwind is something that's been like, go lucky, you're the one. Like, woohoo. Like, you know, tailwind's good. So, we're going to do our little weekly debrief. And what's been one little headwind of your week? Uh, Am I first? Yeah, you can go first. We don't have any time to prepare. My headwinds. Um, so we <laughs> Coming back to work. Just uh, set me back. Yeah. I've been able to just chillax and barley. Just take your shirt off and yeah. tan in sun. That's oh it. God, it's a tough life. So it's the been lock. a bit of a headwind trying to get through that. It's been tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but my tailwind, well, I guess it's only Wednesday, isn't it? Is it Wednesday? I keep losing yeah, track of the days. Yeah, it is Wednesday. Oh, we get it. You've been away <laughs> on holidays. <laughs> like I woke up this morning and I had to have a good thing about what day it was. <laughs> I thought it was like, is it Thursday or Tuesday? I did think today was Thursday, actually. Yeah. And then I thought it was Tuesday. I didn't think it was Wednesday, though. You just come on. What? Back oh, over here, back Lockie. Yep. Um, I don't know. What what tailwind have I got this week? Hmm. I don't know. This is a tough question. Maybe. One positive thing this week. One positive thing. You have something thing. good for dinner last night? Oh, yeah, I did, actually. Oh, I cooked up. Go. Thank you for that. I cooked up some mean fish. So it was like fresh Some fish. mean fish. What well, was it like? Yeah. Row, no, row, no. mean fish. Not quite like that, but it was like real, real tasty. Uh, it was crumbed, but I put it on a wrap. We were pretty short on fish. Mm-hmm. It was just me and my brothers at home. So there wasn't much to go around for three blokes. So we we're just like, mm-hmm. we get some wraps and put it on there. Anyways. Bit of Brody Moss style. Yeah, that's what my yeah. little brother said. Oh. So I had no idea who this guy was, except for when we were at the shops. He makes me buy this $8 sauce. He's like, no, no, no. I've got to get like this special sauce. Trust me. Brody Moss style is the exact thing he said. I and love I was like, who's this guy? Yeah, then, I love yeah. it on YouTube. Anyway, so it's pretty much, I don't know how Brody his Moss, if go. you're listening to this, we do heli fishing if you want to come over to Queensland. Thanks. And if you're listening, I've probably made a better fish wrap. Oh! Just put it out there. Oh, Had the special sauce. Sheesh, my guy. Paid all of $8 for it. Wasn't very happy when we got to the checkout, scanned it through. And was, like, was it good though? $8. But I don't know about the sauce, eh? Hey. Have you? It's I like, haven't had it. 
QP or something? Oh, QP mayo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Q- I thought you were talking about, like, a special sauce, and I was like... No, that's the special sauce, That's apparently. his special sauce. Yeah, yeah, QP yeah, mayo. But yeah, I rate it. Do you it. rate it? Yeah, I kind of just By itself, or do you mayo. have, like, a combo, like, barbecue QP mayo? No, I just... Because I did that on the second one. A bit of an aioli gal. Really? Yeah, yeah I reckon aioli would have been nice on it. Mm. But the fish was just cooked to perfection. And you cooked um, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Watch him. Salads and everything. Yeah, that was good. So that'll be the tailwind for the week. Nice. How about you, Georgie? My my headwind. I think my headwind. This this sounds so dramatic, but I've just been like waking up, going to work, coming home, having dinner, going to bed. Like there's just been nothing that I mean. I love my work. Everyone, I love my job. But like I feel like I've just been going to work, and that's the only thing that's happening in my day is going to work. I'm very big on... And I kind of wanted to use it as a reminder and I think it's a good time of year. Like, everyone's well and truly into it all now. Like, we're in at work. We're kind of getting our routines all set up and I think a lot of my friends actually have started, like, full-time work and it's really interesting. I've said this in other podcasts that, like, I was the only one who, you know, didn't go to university out of my friend group so I was kind of straight into the workforce and you know, got my routine set up in full-time work. And I remember back to, like, when you first started full-time work, like, it's a shock to the system and you feel like that's all you're doing. And when I did start working full-time, I was working, or my days were, like, 5 a.m. till 8. I was working two jobs back-to-back. So it was, like, that's all I was doing was work and I felt so unhappy and I can kind of see, like, you know, I'm so proud of my friends who have started these full-time jobs. They're doing excellent and I love hearing about their days. But... I think it's a good time to remind ourselves that you got to try and do like one thing every day that is just for you. It's not work related. And I think that's something that's really, really helped me. And I know like people have really busy schedules, you know, like if you're a mum or like, you know, you're running a household, like just feels like there's never any time for you. And it gets a bit annoying when people are like, find time for yourself every day. It's like, well, we don't have time for that. But I want to set out, <clears throat> sorry, I got, got a fog in my throat. <laughs> I want to set out a challenge for everyone because I need to set out a challenge for myself and that's to do, I want to call it a moment for me every day. So whether that's just something as really quick and simple as like making yourself a cup of tea before bed but I want or having a bath or for me, my like moment for me is going for a walk. I really like going for walks is before that, yeah, work. Is that moment every day? No, well, it hasn't it been. Up? No, well, you can change it every day and I want to I wanna set it out as a goal. So I want people to consciously do their moment for me every day and you can tag me, take a photo of what you're doing, tag me on your socials and show me what you're doing. And yeah, I think that's just, it's a really good time of year to remind ourselves that work isn't your whole life. No matter what position you're in, you need to be doing something for yourself. So that is my challenge and I'm going to be challenging myself. Work. moment for me and we can all share it share it to the socials and then I'll share it and we can all kind of bounce ideas off each other as well as what you're doing you know having a bath or making yourself a really good fish wrap for dinner because yeah, that is your that time you like for me you like being in the kitchen and that is your time see I can't really stand cooking so really? I yeah. like cooking because you get to eat at the end and you can make the food as best as you can so yeah, it's just as see, tasty I, as can be for I am, yourself I am getting better I do I am starting to enjoy cooking a bit more but yeah yeah, I was like, I don't know, the whole this week, it's just been, I feel like I've just, yeah, 
I wake up like 10 minutes before I'm meant to go to work and then I go to work yeah. and then I'm like... I've been struggling to wake up lately. So have I. It's and that's what I'm like... That's And then I don't really feel good because I haven't done anything before right, I get to work. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Just need so a moment for me. And you need a moment for well, me. Tag well, it. yeah, if you had Instagram, you could tag me. But yeah. yes, please do your moments for me. You can tag Georgie underscore Arnold and you can tag Aviatrix as well. But that is my challenge. So I want to see what everyone is doing. But <clears throat> enough on that. My tailwind is... Oh my god, I'm really struggling today. Have a drink <coughs> of water. I'm good now. Out of the Townsville helicopters. Hey, <laughs> my tailwind would be I'm going to a wedding this weekend, which is exciting. I don't really go to any weddings. I I'm went to a wedding last weekend, but I imagine yours is going to be a bit different to mine. Or is yours a bit crazy? Nah, it was very, very, very tame. A bit um, too tame. Was it? Yeah. No, I think this one's going to be like really. Really crazy? No, like, it's, yeah, quite tame. tame. Yeah. Hey, well, nice there was an alcohol at ours. Yeah, I don't think there is really at ours. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going along for the fun, and I'm really excited because I'm going to Ebony and Dion's wedding, and Ebony is actually our guest on today's podcast. And Ebony and Dion were two graduates of Townsville Helicopters, so they've been in my life for a little bit, and it is really exciting to see this chapter of their life unfold and yeah that is my tailwind that i get to go to a wedding this weekend to celebrate two people that i love well love is beautiful been saying it for a while said it last weekend (laughs) but love's beautiful yeah well better get those blind dates rolling so i understand (laughs) what that is is. oh (laughs) we'll set you up i got a blind date for you it's gonna be uh i think it's the 24th of april somewhere around then maybe it's later I don't know, but just keep your keep your calendar free. Okay, and keep my if mind. If any open events that come up, yep. Love is beautiful. Keep your, yeah, I was gonna say add that one. Love is beautiful. Keep okay. it open the whole day. Uh, probably not um, your usual treatment. I reckon <laughs> it might be. Lucky, lucky. Can we reword usual, that? Yeah, oh, I don't know how to put it into words. Georgie loves. I don't know. What do you? What's what's your ideal ja- date? We'll start with that. We've already been through this in an episode. I don't have an ideal. So I don't know. Not a coffee date, we've said. Yeah, no. Oh, is that really date? Not what a coffee or like sit down. Oh, they say even like dinner. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like just something. Just just got to be fun, you know? Yeah, I was trying to think about, yeah, like my type as well. I don't really. And you couldn't. I, put your I've got to go on dates to go on to, to know what job. my type is. Well, I think is. I've got your type ready. <laughs> I've got your type, yeah. Okay. We'll, well, enough out. about my love. We're going to talk about Ebony and Dion's love oh, yeah, and so. get into this episode. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard Aviatrix Airwaves. Please do not turn off your electrical equipment, which you are listening to this podcast on, and instead just sit back, relax, and enjoy as we are about to take off into this episode. Do you feel like you're a bridezilla? Can you call yourself that? I Well, I wouldn't say that I'm a bridezilla. I actually think I've been pretty cool about it all. Um, there's definitely... Way worse women out there <laughs> with, you know, stringent timelines and I want this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to be as accommodating as possible but also it's your wedding. You want to have an amazing day. Mm-hmm. You want everything to be the way that you envisioned it. Um, unfortunately, the reality is as much as people say it's your day, it's not your day. It's not your day. Um, it's every it's everybody's day. 
mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and we love opinions. We, <laughs> we, love, we love input. Uh, I love the way you're saying this right now. Like, <laughs> we love everyone's input. <laughs> it's fabulous. Um, but it's also really important as friends and family of the wedding to respect, mm-hmm. I think, the bride and groom's decisions and the decisions are made for a reason. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, and thought has been put into it. It's not simply just because we don't want to. It's, you know, we, yeah. we've actually made that decision together mm-hmm. as, as a couple. Um, and it would be nice if, if people could... Respect that. that. Yeah. Can you believe that by the time this podcast goes live, you will, are going yeah. to be married? I will be married. I, I will – well, I, I say he's going to be Mr Fraser. But I, <laughs> I will officially be Mrs Metcalf. Yes. Ooh. Hoping that we get to Saturday and everything goes to plan till then. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, look. This no, it's all, it's all going to work out. I'm so excited. This week's – this week's been pretty good, actually. I'm um, trying to organise a wedding from 3,000 k's away uh, when your fiancé lives 1,500 k's away from you um, via phone. I, 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 know, I know the internet and the phone systems are all fantastic <laughs> these days, but sometimes, uh, being a little bit old school, I like to go in there and I like to visualise and, and, and yeah. physically touch and, and look at things. Like, I'm a little bit neurodivergent and <laughs> I like to you know, move things around and, and, and I'm say the same. this, looks, this yeah. looks here, this looks here and, and um, hubby-to-be is is definitely very patient with me when That's something good. turns up in the mail and it's not what I wanted <laughs> and so I put it back in the box and put it in the corner and then order something else. So we, we have lots of spares. <laughs> we could probably almost... Facilitate a second <laughs> wedding. wedding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. There's a lot of shoes. A lot of shoes. A, lot of a shoes. girl can never have too many shoes, though. Well, yes, but uh, I do live in a shed, um, <laughs> and the plan is, you know, in a couple of years' time, to to finally get our caravan and and go tripping and and continue that journey around Australia. And as much as we've looked at really large caravans, um, there's still only limited shoe space. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. I, yes. I've learnt this. And I suppose we wouldn't be reaching wedding day, well, with Dion, if we, it no, wouldn't... We, ha- we wouldn't no. be reaching... Oh, okay, no, okay. there would be no wedding. I was wedding. trying to make that... I was. He's the one. No, he's, he's the one. He I, is I the one. Never, I never thought I'd get married. Never thought I'd get married. I'm, I'm like, no, I'm, you know, borderline on 40. Um. It's just not going to happen for me, and that's fine. That's a, that's yeah, a, totally. a choice that I made earlier on, especially um, a few other life choices I made. A to um, live in my car or live on the road. I've done so for nearly twenty years now, uh, and also to not have a family or not have children of my own. They're, they're decisions that I made, and and um, not being married was also one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, until the Arnold family got involved. Oh, God bless the Arnold family, <laughs> hey? <laughs> yeah, so tell us about that. So I suppose if we're going to keep on the wedding trend, then mm. how did you how meet your meet? one? Where, where was your introduction? Oh, well, it was April Fool's Day uh, at Hangar 85. So 
I don't, I wouldn't say that I believe in fate, um, but it was quite miraculous that I'd actually signed up to start uh, the intake uh, mm-hmm. the, for my commercial helicopter licence. Um, I th- believe the first one was the November, the year before. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get leave from the work that I was working at, uh, mm-hmm. so I pushed it back to January and just said to, to the team um, at Townsville Halley's, look, can, can we play it by ear, please, uh, mm-hmm. which was great. And then... Um, Turns out I still couldn't get my leave approved and so I had to make this little plan in my head. I had to say to myself, look, am, am I going to go through with this? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it worth losing my job for? Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Anyway, so I managed to get some of the leave approved that I was needing um, and we pushed it back to the April intake. So, mm-hmm. you know, had that not happened, had my boss... You know, giving me leave six months earlier, I wouldn't have met Dion. So, yeah. And what made you want to start your helicopter license? You know, where were you, where were you living? What were you kind of doing? What okay. was your moment uh, that you were like, long story I'm going to go to towns and I'm going to meet the love of my life happily yeah, ever after? Yeah, and I'm going to helicopter school to get a husband. That's yep, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always joke. We always say it's. Is it Hangar 85 or is it Love Island? Love Island, yeah. <laughs> and I think this is great that we've actually got a wedding happening. Oh, I know, it's, it's so crazy. Excited. Um, I always, oh, I used to joke when I was a kid, um, I want to be a helicopter pilot in the police force. It's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do, either cool, that or be a mermaid, yeah. one of the two. Yeah. Mermaid's still going? Still uh, on look, mum said no. Oh, uh, come um, on, mum. Yeah. Got through school, I uh, wasn't 100% sure where I wanted to go or how I was going to go about it because, and I, I shouldn't say back in my day, but we are a generation apart mm-hmm. and for persons of your age, it really is quite limitless. Um, yeah. But I was still from that generation where women didn't become helicopter pilots. Mm-hmm. You know, there was teaching, there was nursing, you know, there was a few other hairdressing, few other things, um, and that was sort of how I grew up. I'm not saying that my parents weren't encouraging; they were. Yeah. Um, but it was just you know, small country town from rural Victoria, and and that's what you did. And you you know, you married the farmer next door, and and had children, and and whatever yeah. else. And that really just wasn't me. No. Um, I always knew that I wanted to move away from that mold, and that I didn't quite fit in mm-hmm. to that to that box. Um, I went and sat my exam for my police um, to get into the police force and you had to have a interview with your local sergeant okay. who I knew quite well. Well, she knew me quite well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said, look, Eb, you're a great chick but you are bloody stupid. Go and grow up. Go and get some life experience. Get something behind you. Mature a little bit. And then come back. And I went, oh, oh, okay, yeah, no worries. Uh, so you my, were like, I can go off on an I, adventure. I, I can go off on an adventure. So I, I got into, I sort of fell into my outdoor ed um, career. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started with um, a traineeship with one of my bridesmaids, actually, and she hated me. <laughs> she didn't want to work with me. She said, she goes, oh, I will work with her, but I do not have to like her. <laughs> And, yeah, she's going to be my bridesmaid 14 years later. I love that. Oh, she's, she's gold. Um, 
started with a traineeship and then it just progressed from there. So uh, all the, the sort of hard skills I went and, and, and I travelled Victoria and I went over here and I did a course and I went over here and I did a course and then I packed up everything, finally packed up everything and just got in my car and just left, you know, and I went straight to Uluru Katajira actually um, and I lived in Ulara for a bit and there was obviously scenic flights going on there um, and a couple of my friends that I knew were really into um, hopefully getting their licence one day. So it's just one of those things that's always sort of been in the back of my mind and everywhere mm-hmm. that I've travelled and been and I've lived in every state and territory, um, there's always been something there in the background, Yeah, you know. Um, cut a long story short, ended up over on Christmas Island now – Christmas Island is like purgatory and I mean that in the best way possible because it's so beautiful and you can just sit on the beach and your life can just disappear yeah, out from that. underneath you. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there um, and it's also, you know, tax-free and the beer's really cheap. And sitting there on, uh, on the beach in the Indian Ocean and I kind of said to myself, I'm like, what am I doing? Like I could just, I could just disappear, I could just live here um, – and become an old woman living on a beach and just be absolute bliss, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I could go back to Australia and I could actually go f- go forward with, with what I wanted to do. So at 35, I finally decided that I was mature enough to become a pilot. I say that loosely. <laughs> um, yeah, got back to Australia and, and I got an amazing job in Kakadu National Park. Mm-hmm. And I was working up there... Um, in sport and rec and that outdoor industry and um, I had the flexibility to start going to Darwin to do my flight lessons so um, there was one small flight school with one helicopter in Darwin Mm -hmm. so I started going in there so it was like once a fortnight or once a month or whenever I could scrounge up enough money to to drive in and then I started doing my theory um, remotely or, or via distance education so I did that all basically on my own, which was really, really hard. Yeah. It's doable, um, but for someone like myself that doesn't come from a background, I've got a little bit of mechanical knowledge. My father was a, an engineer and so I, I did know a little bit around machines or, or cars and things like that, so it wasn't mm-hmm. completely foreign, um, but it was a little bit overwhelming doing all those seven subjects yeah. on your own. Oh, um, I could not. I, I do admit that I did bribe some of the baby pilots out there. There was a couple <laughs> of little fixed-wing babies and I would feed them. Um, you know, being the, the mother that they don't have out there, I would feed them food. We and actually they- miss Ebb's baking around <laughs> Hangar 85 so much. Some days I'm like, I'll go out to the student fridges and I'll open it and I'll be like, oh, there's no sausage rolls oh. in there today. <laughs> I said to Dan, I'm like, oh, I've got I've to make some food. No, to you take don't. It on mo- you no, I don't. don't. I wanted to. I yes. wanted to make some food to take it on Monday. And he's like, Ebb, you are stretched so thin at the moment. It's um, just just woo. You know, mm-hmm. just just calm down. Um. Yeah, so anyway, uh, unfortunately then COVID hit. Mm, yes. So that I was... dreaded word. Yeah. Uh, I was locked in Kakadu because it was a... Um, it's a Australian national park. Um, it was a bio, little bio bubble. And so mm-hmm. I was stuck in there for like a good six months. And I'd just gotten up to solo stage 
and then stuck in a bubble for six months. And then when I finally got out of that bubble, unfortunately, due to COVID and financial reasons and whatever, they'd taken that little helicopter back over to the East Coast. So there was no machine for me. There was no instructor. Mm -hmm. And I went, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I'm like, I can't take six months off full time to Mm -hmm. just go... To, to a flying school like I just didn't think that that was possible for yeah, me yeah yeah and again I had to sit myself down and kick myself up the backside and go no Ebony if you want this you have to do it mm-hmm. I love that like you have to like you there is to. no other option there was no other option mm-hmm. no I I had to make it happen for me so I, I honestly I still don't know how financially I did <laughs> it but I managed to yeah like I said get the time off work Um, As it turns out, I had to resign from that job um, because I needed to extend my leave a little bit and they weren't willing to to help me out with that one and that's fine. Um, I understand that from their business point of view. Um, So I took all the leave from work and I had all my money scrimped and saved and I drove over to Townsville. Why why I chose Townsville... um, I'm not 100% sure, but the, (laughs) the other week when you were talking about, you know, make sure you research your schools... Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Make sure you research your schools and what's going to be best for you. Yes. Um, and in my head, uh, and this is this is pretty much not why I chose Townsville, but it really was a helping point is my auntie lived in Townsville. Mm-hmm. And so I had that support network. Yes. I needed somebody. I needed a friend. Yeah. You know, so I, you do. I came over and I just thought this is really quite perfect, actually. I can see my auntie. She's there. She's supporting me. Um, and, you know, it's a beautiful part of the part of the country. And so I started doing my – or finishing, I should say, my, my training with Townsville Helicopters. So I had one exam to finish, uh, dreaded ops. Mm, yep. And then, of course, because I'd sort of um, got to solo but hadn't gone solo and then had so much time off, I had to get back up to solo. So I felt like I was pushing – shit up a hill you know it was I I get to this stage and then I fall backwards and then I get to this stage and I fall backwards and it's just push 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 it was that resilience you really just needed yeah yeah yeah. and um very supportive over here um and there were so many people in different boats and that's what I loved was there was so many people with different journeys yes Mm -hmm. some people had come in full-time some people had come in part-time some people had done self-study some had done theory some had repeated the theory some had repeated the flying like everybody's different Mm -hmm. and I think I I, I did I just felt so welcomed that um you know failure wasn't an option yeah it -hmm. just it was just a different target for everyone Mm -hmm. it's just learning curves for Mm. everyone yeah yeah absolutely there were a lot of tears oh I I can yeah. say that, yeah, we can yeah. stand with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. here's your, your father sitting next to me <laughs> and the tears are rolling down my face and your poor dad's just looked at me like, what do I even do with that? <laughs> I get the same look sometimes. Yeah, they're there, they're there. <laughs> Little um, pat on the back, yeah. you'll be right, Ebs, come on, it's just a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, no, it was great. And, um, yeah, so I met Dion. I actually thought he was one of the instructors. And I, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I think maybe because we were older and everyone was babies, like everyone was like about 20 years old. And uh, I thought he was one of the instructors. I said, no, Ebony, no, you're here for a licence. Do not fall in the dick sand. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, yeah, and we, we became really good friends, which was friends. awesome. Yeah, we were yeah. just mm-hmm. friends for the whole okay. time that he was studying and I was studying and we really supported each other. 
Um, and then I, f- you know, finally got my licence, which was amazing, and I packed up and went back to, to Jabiroo. I'm like, right, oh, I'm going to continue with my life and, and, and get a job and flying, and, and I was on the phone to him every day, FaceTiming him. How are you going? How are you going? How are you? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on over there? Are they missing my baking? Like yes, how, how we, we are. We are. How is everyone? What's going on? Tell me the gossip. Um, yeah. And then he finished his license, and and he said, "So what are we going to do?" And I went, "Well, if you want me, come and get me." So he packed up his life and drove over to Kakadu, and here we are. That is the best story ever. <laughs> I love that. If you want me, you can come and get yeah, me. Yeah, come get me. Yep. That is so you. Yeah. I love it. Yep. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. the plan was that we were going to, like, because I've always been a traveller mm-hmm. and um, I've convinced him that he's going to be a traveller too. Mm-hmm. Well, he is the one that had to chase you. Yes. So, yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's actually quite funny because our entire relationship, he has been chasing me across this country. You would not believe. Because as soon as he got to Jabiroo, my work changed mm-hmm. and I ended up uh, down in South Australia. Mm-hmm. And then I went back for a week and then I ended up in WA for six weeks and then I went back for two weeks. Then I was down in Alice Springs managing a pool for the summer and then I got back and we had six months together and we're like, right, we're going to get married. We've got to do this. We, we, we need to, need to organise this. Um, and, you know, the plan was that we were going to get a, you know, get travelling again and, and, um, and get flying jobs and just travel around and, and enjoy ourselves. Um, he's working for an amazing company up in Jabiru. He's really loving his work, which is, is hard. It's really conflicting. Um, I feel like for people that are straight out of school. Yeah, I was going to say, how has that transition from, yeah, like school to real life, I guess you can call it? Like, yeah. I think I, it's not something people really talk about much as that transition. Yeah. Um, I suppose being mature age students... We had a background. We had Mm skill set already, which can be a positive and a negative. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can hinder us getting a real-life job um, or it can can really help us because we have sort of a few other skills that say persons straight out of high school going into ground school and then going Mm -hmm. into a full-time job may not have that skill set. School, ground school can prepare you only so much. Mm -hmm. And the skills that you learn there are amazing – but it's only surface level to what being in a full-time role actually is and that's what I found. Um, Mm -hmm. So schools prepared me to go into the workforce but when you get into the workforce, it's it's so different. It's mm-hmm. fast-paced. You've got so much knowledge around you. I'm not saying you don't at school. You do. But uh, in the workforce, you have so much knowledge around you and you have so many people from so many different backgrounds mm-hmm. teaching you, wanting to teach you, mm-hmm. um, training you and also how, how it works for them and how it works for them their company because mm-hmm. everyone is different and I guess like you said before even when you noticed when you were training that you know everyone's got a different story everyone's got yeah. a different journey and it that really reflects in companies as well absolutely yeah. absolutely um I found that um that I, I I've just started a new my first junior mm-hmm. pilot position um and it's amazing and challenging and crazy all at the same time and things that I learnt at school, they're like, we don't do it that way. So I've had to unlearn muscle memory. 
mm-hmm. and relearn something. And that's fine. It's because that's the way that that company does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's yeah, it's really been an eye-opener. And I've only, you know, I, I sit there and I go, wow, I really don't know much. Mm. You know, I know the fundamentals, but there is so much more that I can build on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's exciting and challenging. So it, yes. it, it's ever-growing. It's, mm-hmm. it's not like you just finish school and then go in and get a job and you're all great. Um, but I think that's like that's something my parents have always told me. I mean, it's the same. I'm, I can only talk on aviation because mm. that's all I've done, but mm. it would be the same in, in any industry oh, that any what industry, you learn absolutely. is like you learn, but you are always learning. Always learning. Always, yep. always, always. And yet I think they always said that to me when I became a pilot is like, don't think you're a pilot right now. No. It's like you... We'll be learning mm. until you finish up as a pilot, pretty much. It's Absolutely. Like, don't ever think that, you know, you are a pilot because yeah. you always need to learn from other people and, mm. yeah, it's kind of like that humbling, like, don't don't ever think, you know, and I think a lot of pilots are like that. It's like, I'm a pilot. And yeah. So well, we love to flex that, but yeah, it's like no, you've always got to be learning mm. from other people and that's why I've always kind of kept my mouth shut in that sense when there is someone else there to teach you. Yeah, it's like... Mm. You know, even if you don't agree with it, that's fine. You can just that take okay. that away and say, yeah. okay, well, I don't really agree with that. But yep. you always need to be open to learning. And always again, that would to be to any perfect. industry, but yes. that's just because we are talking on behalf of aviation. Yeah, but. yeah, no, definitely have to be open, open to learning mm-hmm. um, for the rest of your career. Yep. Absolutely, for the rest of your career. Um, and that, that, yeah, that is something that I didn't anticipate. Not that I thought I'd know everything by the time I finished school, but I just thought, oh, yeah, I've got this really great grasp of it. And then I got in there and I'm like, what do you mean? What's a flat pitch? <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you talking about? And just all these little tricks of the trade and, mm-hmm. and, and also flying in different states, you know. Yes. So flying here on the coast way way different to flying inland in northern territory where i'm from you know Mm -hmm. so it's you get into this um muscle memory or headspace habits yeah Yeah. so you get into these habits you're like oh yeah i can do this and i can do this and i can do this and then you go somewhere else and you're like wow i don't have that power Mm -hmm. i don't have that space i don't have that energy um i need to really rethink what i'm doing Mm-hmm. you know um so yeah it has been humbling and challenging and you know all amazing all at the same time and then you know trying to plan a wedding and everything else <laughs> yeah, that goes with it so classic you just trying yeah. to chuck in as many things as you can let's do all the things yep let's all do it once. all stick it all off mm-hmm. yes so i'm really not trying to wish my wedding away i love you darling um <laughs> but i'm really looking forward to after the wedding and after our break um going back to this new job with with a little bit more of a, an open mind, mm-hmm. um, more headspace and really just pushing everything I have into it to, to learn and to get up to a standard where um, I, I, have that, I have that confidence, mm-hmm. you know, I have more confidence and, and in my own ability and, you know, that I can see in myself what other people see in mm-hmm. me um, and really... Because I think it's be of benefit. Yeah, it's important to remember, like you wouldn't have got your ticket if you weren't worthy of it. No, no, I know, but um, but yeah. Well, I mean, that's a huge thing, and I think everybody has felt that at some point mm-hmm. where I can't do this. No, I ca- yeah, I, I can't do this, and the tears and the tantrums and the cheesecake and everything else that goes <laughs> <The> cheesecake. <laughs> cake. Oh, come I on, you cake. you remember my my yes, cake snaps I, like it was. 
we have cake in it's actually funny i feel like we have cake in the office all the time and then when it's someone's birthday we don't oh it's so random yep We've always got cake in the always office. Got cake. Yeah, I just it's cake. not great for the seat weight limits. No, but we do always have it. Cake got me through my license. There you go. Yeah. Tip for everyone. Yes, eat yeah. more cake. Well, look, I'm at a different stage of my life than perhaps other people are, um, and I I got to that point where I'm like, you know what? If I need the cake, I'm gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. If I need to go for a walk, I'll go for a walk. But mm-hmm. if I need the cake, I'll eat that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Eat whatever. the cake on a walk. Yes. Yeah. Well, could Great. do that. Yeah. Um, whatever gets you through, you know, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, again, everyone's different. But um, definitely an amazing journey. And had you asked me five years ago if I would be here having a chat with Georgie from Aviatrix uh, about my pathway to becoming a commercial pilot, I would have said, no, you're dreaming. I'm so proud of you for sitting here. I'm proud of me too. It's so exciting. You should be proud. Mm, Thanks. Yeah, it's been really good. Mm -hmm. And I love watching and listening to other people's journeys as well. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, I did that. Oh, I did. Oh, no, I didn't try that one. Or no, no, that didn't happen to me. Um, Well, like you said, everyone's story is so different. mm. And that's the whole reason why we created this Mm -hmm. podcast. Because I'm the same. Like, I love to sit and listen to everyone's stories. When we mm. have Takeover Tuesday every week, yes, I'm like, I love Takeover I'm like Tuesday. okay, I might go do that job. Oh, yeah. actually, I might go become one of those parts. Oh, I might go fly over here. It's so, it's honestly, it's dangerous for me running that because my poor parents, I'm like, every day, I'm like, yeah, I might quit next week yeah, and go do yeah. this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go do that. Um, Still waiting to get over to WA. We say that in every potty. Yeah. And NT, and I'll go through yeah, it all come, eventually. Come to the NT, come visit, mm-hmm. come say hi. Um. Oh, I had something really profound to say and everyone's going to love it and I've forgotten. That's me every week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Something about... Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, don't know if anybody else experienced this, but during my journey I found that there was a lot of people that wanted to give help mm-hmm. and some that just weren't helpful at all and quite forceful mm-hmm. in their okay. information. Um you know, I love the gram, uh, post random things on the gram and sometimes they're very sarcastic and they're very dramatic and they're very just, you know, really mm. just for shits and giggles. They're not yeah. actually meant to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And there was this one aviation guy that that was really quite concerned about me failing all my um, practice exams for law, I think it was. So he emailed me through this process of how he did it. And I'm like, cool, thanks. You know, I'm, go- I'm not going to say no to, to any help. No, yeah. Anyway, I read his process and I just went, you know what, that just that doesn't work for me. I tried it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work for me. Um, I don't understand what he's trying to do. So my next post on Instagram was, yeah, I failed the exam again. And he lost his biscuit. Really? Yeah, it was absolutely trolling me and you wouldn't have failed if you had done what I told you to do. Oh I'm my. not going to waste my time on people serious? that aren't going to listen. And I'm like, woo, woo. Like, I, I tried it. I'm sorry. It didn't work for me. I appreciate the hand that you Can gave me. Can we understand that everyone's learning is different? Mm. Everyone learns in a different way? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It was, I just, I found that quite bizarre that he, he was so offended mm-hmm. that that I... It's funny you say that because the one thing that I guess always stuck with me going into social media after doing my pilot's license was one of my instructors 
always said to me like be careful what you post about yes, aviation because everyone thing. will have a say have an opinion and i think that's something that's always stuck with me it's that kind of going back to that like mm. you know everyone thinks they're the best sometimes and it's like mm. whenever you post stuff you've got to watch out but i think we kind of flip that and say if you are in aviation and you know you do notice someone struggling or you notice something that might not be correct in their you know technique maybe let's just do it in private and in a nice way and understand that everyone, again, is learning. Mm. Mm. Because I found that the same, like, even on our business accounts or something, you know, there'll be absolutely – there was – I think we had a pair of headsets, like, on a dash, and it was like, don't put them there because it's going to scratch everything. It's like, come on, guys. Like, let's all just, you know, be a bit nicer. We're all in an industry to help each other. Let's start working with each other instead of against each other and just – putting it down so yeah Yeah. I find that funny that you brought that up because that was my thought process today I was sitting there and I was like why you know why was that my biggest lesson in you Mm. know when I was training that it was you know kind of everyone on the internet's there to put you down it's like "Mm, let's all flip this if you're listening to this episode like let's flip this and let's be there to help each other and make the industry better and safer together absolutely Mm -hmm. look I've had some really great feedback uh, Mm -hmm. of things that I've you know done wrong or or there's a better way of doing been it a or lesson. a sa- safer way of doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's been a lesson in everything. And um, and some people have been really nice about it. Oh, hey, Eb, when you're doing this, maybe try that. Mm-hmm. Or um, be very careful if you're doing this because mm-hmm. of this yeah, reason. Exactly. So explain why. Yeah. But do it in a supportive way mm-hmm. rather than a, a cutting down way or a, or a, you know, a mocking way. Mm-hmm because um, how, how are we supposed to help each other and learn? That's right. You know, I think that's the biggest takeaway of today. Yeah, well, how can you learn in, in such a negative environment? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was talking to one of the boys the other day because I did my um, oh, yeah, flight review. Your flight review. Yeah, how was that? Back in your stomping grounds? Yes. <laughs> uh, you know what? It was it – was, yeah, I chatted the whole time. <laughs> I probably should have done a little bit more learning and less uh, and uh, a little bit less talking, but I was having a great time. That's good. Um, yeah, it was really good and it was a really good learning environment then because I'm like, um, you know, I'd, I'd worked with the instructor before and we had a really good rapport and and uh, they understood my learning style and so I'd try something because they knew that that's what I wanted to do. So he'd, you know, say to me, okay, um, come in, do a downwind turn and, and, and come into a quick stop over here. So I'd give it a go. And he'd go, all right, cool. This is what we need to work on. So I'd do it again. Right, great, you got that. This is what we need to work on. So I'd try it again. And, and he'd just keep doing that until I got it right rather than this, 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 or that was wrong, that was wrong, that was wrong. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was it was really good. Um, I had a really good, good time. Yeah, I, I didn't want to come down. I'm like, <laughs> we could just stay out here. Like, I could just keep flying. We don't have to go back. If no, you don't want to, I don't want no, to. <laughs> no, we flew over the house and, hi, Mum. <laughs> Mum, look at me. Yeah, look, I'm in a helicopter. Um, no, it was really, really good. And um, that continuous learning, mm-hmm. always that continuous learning. Um, but, yeah, I can't believe it's been that long. I'm so I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy I'm here too. It is. It, it feels like I've just come home. Mm-hmm. You know, you are home. Yeah. And eighty five is always home to our graduates. We say to anyone who steps through there, it is always your home. You're always yeah. welcome back. Oh, and I was. I just. It was funny. Dion and I get out of the car. We saw, we saw, we saw your car in your dad's car park. Oh yeah, because I was okay. I was there on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I parked in his car park because, well, technically on Saturday when we 
at a party I was the managing was, yeah, director that day and I needed the first car park and then I ended up losing my keys so I had to keep my car there <laughs> so then on Monday when he rocked up I was in his car park. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> we, we were actually hoping that no one would be in there and we thought we'll park in there just to, <laughs> hey Dick. You know. You'll pop in the boss's spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah and we walked in there like we owned the place. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so you should. Yeah, no, it's really good. good. Um, it, yeah, it's it's been great being back and and just yeah, my whole journey and my whole story with with uh, Townsville Hallies and um and I suppose Aviatrix as well. You've been a huge ambassador, been with us since day one. Like yeah, I feel I love like it. I just absolutely adore your commitment to our oh, community. Thank like you. just anything you can get or you know any tips, you know, helpful advice yeah, or you know, yeah. it's just nice having that that community there. Um, to reach out to if need be and and I actually chat um, chat with quite a few of the aviatrix followers and and we've really sort of branched out and connected from that yeah so that's what it's there for yeah, yeah it's, it's been not fun. for people to talk to me it's for people to find their own connections mm, mm-hmm. mm, definitely well you're always welcome back anytime oh, we'll come back don't worry mm-hmm. yeah I know you will because you'll miss <laughs> me too much so you'll have to be back absolutely <laughs> but I'm gonna let you go and finish with the prep yes. because like I said when this goes up you will be Mrs. Metcalf oh so exciting very but exciting let's go get the party kick started I reckon yep. okay